0: Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM and Radio.
1: Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show, as we're now in Square Gators with the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. How are you, Dan?
0: Yeah, good, thanks, Stats. Oh. Uh, busy uh, busy week, and uh, yeah, we're really getting into the the, uh, the cream of uh, harness racing this, uh, particularly starting tonight with a, a massive card at Melton, so... Uh, plenty to look forward to over the next uh, the next couple
1: of months. Now congratulations to you last week. We jagged the quaddy last week. it paid750 dollars. I had uh, for $10%, 10 percent ten dollars. I got 75 back but also Dan it didn't stop there. you picked the first goal kicker in the grand final Tom Hawkins. you gave him the underwood stakes. Uh, the second horse, mwunga a big push. I was on Alligator Blood, so we got the Quinella paying just under $50. Jack, I you had in the Golden Rose up there at Rose Hill last week, and that paid $7.40, and I got the uh, Mornington Ancet Classic winner. Wasn't hard to find, though, Saracen Knight at $2.90. Mate, we had a bit of a fill-up last week.
0: We did have a bit of a fill-up. I just went back and uh, yeah, checked that quarry and yeah, good, uh, good result. They are actually surprised it paid as much as it did. But yeah, certainly the uh, the first goal kicker was a a, a bit of a fill-up there. And um, yeah, I thought Mulanga would go well on uh, on the Sunday, and he got home really strongly. So. Uh, he certainly wanted to keep an eye on uh, as we head towards the, uh, the Cox play, that's for sure.
1: I, I was on alligator blood. I didn't take the Cornell myself. And as soon as it ran second, I thought, oh, no, because you pushed it for each way. You, you gave it a real big push.
0: Yeah, no, I was, uh, thought he'd run really well there with the big wide open spaces And that's, uh, that's how it played
1: out And of course, like you said, like we've got the heats at Melton tonight Of the Victoria Derby And Oaks ahead of that big Victoria Cup meeting next week Where we'll have the final of the Vic Derby And Oaks. interesting times in the harness world, Dan
0: Yeah, absolutely, it's a r- ripping night there at Melton tonight And hopefully we can uh, try and find a few winners there uh, tonight it's a, it's a cracking card And yeah, it's good to see all the good horses Back at the races And that three-year-old Derby The the Derby heats are, are just uh, fantastic There's some absolute guns in uh, in both of those heats tonight
1: Now just real quickly before you get on to the week that was I got on the website during the week for the Sheppard and Harness Racing I noticed that Packages are already selling out for, of course, the second round of the of dominion uh, coming to Shepparton on November 29, of course, on a Tuesday evening.
0: I'd be surprised if there's many, if any, left at all. I know that they've... Uh, I know that they would have been... A lot of them would have been snapped up really quickly, so uh, if you can get... Uh, if you do contact the club, and uh, you'll soon know your fate with that, because... I'm not sure exactly how much is, is left, if any, because it's so uh, such a, an amazing event to come to, to Shepparton, and uh, hopefully there's a, uh, yeah, good racing as well, and uh, looking forward to that night uh, in, uh, in November.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that 1FM 98.5 might be able to cover it, but we're going to have to wait and see. We might not be allowed to, but let's see what happens
0: exactly we'll just have to see how it plays out but hopefully we can if people can't get there we can certainly give some uh, radio coverage to it as well
1: well i'll be there either way either with the radio yeah. or without yeah. the radio yeah. with the radio yeah. up to me dan that's
0: it I'll, i think i'll be guaranteed i'll be there so yeah looking forward
1: to it no worries dan what was the week that was locally in harness racing big meeting at shep i saw on tuesday evening
0: it was a big meeting there we'll go back to uh saturday night and obviously we mentioned we got the quality there so a good result but bedazzled was a a good winner of the two-year-old race up there for russell jack jordan leader took the drive but was an odd on favorite sat park but was too good 159 was the mile rate there and uh it is uh, by sweet lou out of days and confused so a good performance there by bedazzled on saturday night last week we then headed to that meeting at shepparton on tuesday night And uh, Stallboy Star won the first for Jeff Allen and Chris Alford. It was a uh, deserved victory, Uh, was a favourite and was able to uh, get into the race at the right time. Did a couple of things wrong, but was too good. Two minutes point two was the mile rate there. Had 24 starts, was finally able to break through for a well-deserved victory there on Tuesday. The second was one. By Illawong Jovial for Julian Daryl Doug Douglas taking the drive, $2.90 favourite, had to do a little bit of work early but sat parked and was too strong in 158.9. Friends won the third race for Gabriel Simons and Shannon O'Sullivan taking the drive, another favourite, was able to lead and got the job done in 157.7. Joey's Hangover racked up another victory, $2.50, sat parked again and went 157.6. The fifth was run by Diamond Shoes. This was the happy 80th Gary Merkel pace. A so happy birthday to Gary last week. The winner was Diamond Shoes for Keith Koch and James Herbertson taking the drive and yet another favourite leading all of the way in 158.7. Twisted Bliss was a $8.50 chance and one for John Tomy Ellen took the drive. It was a solid performance, winning in 159.9, but in changeover girl and the constitution the seventh was won by some change for Don Rudd up at Cobram. Blake Pace took the claiming drive, got to the lead, took a trail, was able to squeeze through and score. It was a really tight finish. There was only a metre or two between the first five and uh, some change it was a $17 chance, so I'm sure there would have been some winners, uh, some happy punters rather up on the Murray with that result. Aldo Barandino won the trot for Ruth and Chris Shin, who was a very short-priced favourite and was able to score in 2.2.7 in the last race. It was a really uh, a, a really interesting meeting in the sense that we, they were probably lucky to get away with it given all the rain that we've had, but it just goes to show how good the track is with uh, the rain and the track staff all do a magnificent job there to make sure that the races keep going despite all the rain that we've had, particularly in the, uh, the last 10 to 14 days. So well done to all the team there at the track at Shepp. We headed to Swan Hill on uh, during the week for heats of the Northern Region Championship. And what was interesting about this was the uh, this, this series is more recognised as a, a, for the older horses, but we had a two-year-old going around in one of the heats for Russell and Nathan Jack in a rough stride, and it was able to get the cash in the low... It's a low-ranking race, but it was still a two-year-old taking on older horses. 159.8 was the mile rate very slick last half to go along with that, but got the job done, Uh, only a young horse, but obviously showing enough at home to warrant being put into a pretty big race. It was able to score in the first heat of that series. The second heat was won by the three-year-old, Robert's Delight, so some young horses going in these series. It was a $10 chance winning for Alex Ashwood. The other feature on the program at Swan Hill was the Swan Hill Trotters' Cup, and Alex Ashwood and Tyler French took that out with Parisian Artiste. The four-year-old won as a $3 favourite. It was a really strong performance. Only a narrow victory in the end, but it did a fair bit of work in the early part and was able to score two three-point-six was the mile rate there in the Trotters Cup at Swan Hill. We then had uh, racing at Wagga yesterday. We had heats uh, of the Breeders Challenge Series for the two-year-olds. Emma Stewart uh, had a double up there, winning uh, the Phillies heat with Major Delight and winning one of the Colts and Gelding Heats with Major Celebrity. From local perspective, Russell and Nathan Jack combined with a very short price favourite in Treasure Stride, which was able to score it's by Captain Treacherous out of Emilio's stride and was able to lead and score a comfortable victory. It's had five starts now for four wins, and its only defeat came when it ran fourth in the Group 1 the Gold Sierra Final at Bathurst. And it went 1555 in winning that race at uh, Wogger yesterday. So that's the uh, the wrap of the week. That was uh, plenty of winners uh, around the traps. A good meeting there at Shepp on uh, on uh, on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, we head to I think we head to Shepparton again tomorrow with the meeting from Wangaratta transferred to uh, to and So
1: yeah, that's correct, Dan.
0: Race card at uh, at Shep tomorrow, starting at about one twenty-four in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, I believe it got transferred due to the wet weather. I believe that that we've had recently. So, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: and it's been a couple of like that in the Gallops as well. I noticed that today's meeting at Gunbower got cancelled. The Gallops, which is just certainly disappointing, but when when you consider the amount of rain that we've had and the the grounds just so wet, it's uh, and it just hasn't had a chance to dry out. So. Uh, you can understand why some of these meetings just can't get off the ground.
1: And while we're on moved meetings, just pointing out at Bendigo tomorrow, the Seymour Cup is on tomorrow at Bendigo. You might recall that Mr Brightside won it at Ballarat last year. It's been moved not because of the wet weather, because they've been trying to uh, do some works on the track and it got delayed because of COVID. Yeah, so they've
0: been uh, really working hard on that track at Seymour to try and get it... uh, uh, race-ready again. They've, uh, you know, relayed a number of times now and, you know, this weather that's uh, been around is just no good for it. It just uh, hasn't been able to consolidate. So, they've had to move that meeting once again.
1: No worries, Dan. We might go to a sponsor's break, come out the other side and have a look at this big meeting at Melton this evening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to it. I reckon we've uh, we might have a potential superstar on our hands and we'll go through that very shortly. All
1: right, Dan. No worries. Back shortly. We're back.
0: The Tangama Hotel is not just your everyday country pub, it's a Goulburn Valley institution. Established in 1891 the beautiful heritage listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail the Tangama Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners eat in or take away, as well as accommodation including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog friendly as well as offers catering for all functions including weddings and parties open seven days for lunch and dinner why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus. The Tangama Hotel more than just a country pub 1FM sponsor The Marootna Golf Club home to the Goulburn Valley's only
1: full length driving range and it's open to the public 7 days a week, yep that's right, you don't need to be a member to use the driving range but with some of the best value for money golf memberships on offer, why not take the plunge and join with unlimited golf all year round come and meet our PGA pro Ben Weatherly, need a lesson yep, Ben's got you covered there too you're welcome here at the Friendly Club, the Marupna Golf Club.
0: 1FM Sponsor.
1: Super Saturday Sport with Mark Owens. You're in Square Gators on this Saturday morning and this is the favourite part of my time on the show is where we try to find a winner at Melton this evening. Ten event card. We've got the Oaks, Heats and the Derby Heats ahead of the Victoria Cup meeting next week. Of course, their finals will be held next week. Dan, find us a winner at Melton on this ten event card.
0: Yeah, so we uh, we got the quantity last week, so hopefully the uh, the listeners have got plenty of coin available to have a look at tonight, because it, the quantity, I was trying to make the quantity a treble, and we'll go through that shortly, uh, was one of the leads, I think we might have a, an absolute star on the rise in one of those leagues. The multi tonight, we're going to start off in the first race with number six, and that is beyond delight for Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt, in fact it's a pretty much an Emma Stewart, Mark Pitt, multi, this one. Uh, this guy's first up since uh, running at uh, Albion Park, went up there for the, the Queensland Carnival, had no luck in the four-year-old championship and uh, was fifth in the Group 1 Rising Sun, was only beaten 15 metres to ladies in red. Uh, one uh, going out for a spell in uh, in July, in the last race up there at Albion Park that it ran in, it was a short-price favourite, was able to score. But 11 of 22, first up, I think this is probably certainly a winnable race. You're going to have to do a little bit of work for that outside the uh, draw barrier six, but I think it's the best horse in the race by quite some margin. And uh, if it works its way to the front, I think it's going to be too good. So. In race one number six it's the first league of the multi the second leg is race four and that's number eight soho Historia for mark pitt and stewart again this guy's uh, this girl is even money i should say she's in the heat of the oaks now she's drawn the inside of the second row uh, and she's just going to need that touch of luck to get away from that uh, inside draw but she's been absolutely flying of late she's uh, got a picket fence of form she's won eight of 16 She won the Queensland Oaks and has come back with a a victory first up in the three-year-old Argent Classic last time out as an odds-on favourite. Again, the only query I've got is the inside of the second row draw, but I think if she gets off, I think she's just going to be too good for them in this heat. So the multi race one number six Beyond Delight into race four number eight Soho Historia. You'll get around the three sixty mark. I think if you wait till sort of a bit closer, you might get closer to four dollars. Which is probably a good, a good price. So, they that is the multi tonight at Melton. The Quaddy starts off on race five. It's the first heat of the Down by the Seaside Victoria Derby at two minutes to eight. The first thing, the first heat of the Derby, I've gone two four nine and twelve um i think if we'd have run this race a couple of months ago you'd have said would catch away would should be an odds on favorite and would just go around and win and qualify easily but he's probably not going to get it all his own way he was beaten first up from a spell but he's been very good his last two wins but he's about ba- he's certainly a backable price he's at $2.50 to win this heat but he's got to start from barrier 12 And having said that, you've got, he's the son of a gunner who draws barrier one, or he's number two, but he comes into barrier one with the scratching. You've got uh, four inches free, who was, he's probably, he is a bit unlucky to be not uh, being spoken about in more glowing terms because he's won 12 of 26 with eight minors, and he's won 170,000 in states, but he's just hasn't, uh, he's just got a couple that are a bit better than him in the elite races. We lost uh, Harania for the Turnbulls, who was probably going to be a real chance in this race. Unfortunately, he's a scratching. So we've got 2 4 9 at 12. Number 9 can't find a better man for the McCarthy. There's certainly a chance from the second row draw if it gets the right uh, sort of trip. Just a reminder to punters as well these heats of the Derby and the Oaks are over the long trip, the 2,700. They're not over the 2,200. So they're all going to step up to the longer trip here, uh, and that will certainly test a few of these guys out. So um, the first leg, two four nine and 12. The second leg is the second heat of the Derby. And as I mentioned previously, I think we might have found uh, our next big thing in harness racing. We might have uh, lost Lock and Varart to, uh, to overseas, but I think we might have found he's uh, next in line and that's number 12 captain ravishing um and i don't say this lightly i think this guy is probably the one of the most brilliant horses i've seen in some time just based on his last two runs now he won first up at Kilmore, and he ran probably he ran the fastest last quarter ever recorded in australia in a 25 second last 400 and he did things wrong he wasn't um he wasn't fully furnished he was hanging in he was doing a few things wrong he came out of kilmore in the wrench with his classic and he was just incredible he broke the track record by one and a half seconds as a three-year-old um and he was a lot more track wise and i just think he could be the next big thing he just the only th- issue will be is if he gets a bit keen and wants to over overrace if, he, if that happens he might be in trouble but I think with Emmer and Mark Pitt uh, combining, I think they would have worked a few things on him. And I think he, he is uh, one of the best things in harness racing at the moment. So we're going to take him one out, number 12, Captain Ravishing. But don't be surprised if 11 Leap for Fame is right on his tail at the back end of the race. 12, one out in the second leg. Third legs a spoken up sprint. Really good race. I've gone 1, 2, 4, 5, 8 and 10. I really couldn't narrow this one down. If I was having just an each-way play, I would have thought Bondi lockdown was crazy, pra- crazy price at $11 if he can get into the race. So uh, 1, 2, 4, 5, 8, and 10 in the se- third leg. The last leg is uh, a trot race and it's it's really challenging as well. I've gone 1, 5, 7, 8, 10, and 11. The local Loxley lover was good thir- first up from a spell. It's the favourite but it's a very, very open affair to wrap up the quaddie. So we've tried to make it a treble and gone a bit deep in a few of the legs but we've gone 2, 4, 9, and 12 in the first 12-1 out in the second, 1-2-4, 5-8 and 10 in the third, 1-5-7, 8-10 and 11 in the last thing. It sounds like a quaddy on Melbourne Cup Day. It'll cost you 144 for the full unit, but uh, if you take it for a flexi, just hope we get Captain Ravishing home and get a bit of value in the other leagues, and uh, hopefully we can go back-to-back with the quaddy this time at Melton on uh, on Saturday night. $10
1: will yield you 6% of that quaddy, Dan?
0: Yeah, not a, yeah, just a, a nice easy wager and just uh, sit back and watch what will be. A, a great night of harness racing and, uh, yeah, really looking forward to it.
1: Right, we're at headquarters today, Dan, as you well know, for the racing side of things, the Turnbull Stakes. What a great addition it is. We've got Gold Trip, of course, the import that uh, on the drift, currently at $3.90. Duas, who's won uh, for the Melbourne Cup uh, this year, have been talked about profondos in the race as well. Do you like anyone in the Turnbull today at headquarters, Flemington? Dan.
0: Oh, all the all I've sort of been hearing about is Gold Trip and uh, how it gets into this race uh, so so easily and go and, you know, on the weights because it's a set weights and penalties and not a uh, not a weight for age event. Uh, it was a, third, a good third at uh, Caulfield last time behind Smoke and Romans onto a good track, I think it's going to, uh, I know it's on the drift, but I think if uh, the, the Raps are as, as good as they are, I think it's got to be the one to beat. I wouldn't be surprised though, Young Word runs well number 11 and uh, expecting, uh, I, I think Juist has got to got to improve and I think it's got to be some sort of hope as well. But I think 12 will win it, but I'll be having uh, having something on Young Word at number 11 and, and Juist number two as well.
1: Yeah, it's a massive club. Uh, field at Flemington today Massive fields uh, Massive card And uh, of course Got the Gilguy Stakes as well uh, The Turnbull Like we just mentioned The Bark Cummings There's one I, There's actually two I like in the Bart Cummings today Winning you in the Melbourne Cup Basically with the Lexus Bart Cummings And uh, I like Race 6 number 10 Interpretation We're going to have something on Race 6 number 4 i never say its name correctly Del Quin Sweet Jr. That's the best I can do with that one for OTI. Yeah, it's
0: a, it's a good race. I've just was, I just was—I did catch the replay uh, last night when fucking channels of Vow and Declares run last time at Flemington, and it was a good third. And I just get the feeling that this guy might be uh, might be turning the corner. I know he obviously is a Melbourne Cup winner. Um, he might be an each way play in this uh, race because uh, he. Yeah, you know, if you win the race, you're guaranteed a start in the Cup. He probably would get one anyway, but uh, I was very taken by that first uh, second-up run, and I reckon he, uh, he's a chance today in this race.
1: I backed him back in 2019, and I love him. And I'm hear what you're saying. It was flashing home last start, but I just think it needs a little further again than yeah, the Bart Cummings. You
0: know, but certainly, if they run it at a decent tempo. He can certainly be in the finish You just don't want it to be a real slow affair That's the
1: one And and it's a good four at Flemington today as well Dan unfortunately at Randwick It's a heavy eight currently And we are getting underway though But it's Epsom Day and Metropolitan Stakes Day There at Randwick And we'll go to the Metropolitan first I do like the favourite race nine number seven Durston In this one that I think it's well weighted to win The uh, Metrop
0: yeah, I think I have to agree there. It's gonna be uh, right down on the minimum. Karen McAvoy takes the right. It's gonna be really hard to beat. It you know, it gets if it gets through the the heavy going, that's probably the only issue, but it has won three races on the soft, so As long as it gets through the
1: heavy, it should be hard to beat. So we're on uh, race nine in the Metropolitan at Randwick today, number seven, Durston. Race eight is the Epsom Handicap, and this is a real raffle in a lot of ways, but they're coming for race eight, number eight, Hinged, and I'm on it as well. I think, again, it might be another weight special for the Epsom today. Yeah,
0: it's probably not a vintage uh, edition of the Epsom. I heard on the radio this morning about the... Uh, the talk back about uh, all these other big pop-up races that have sort of drawn away some of the four-year-olds that would normally go into this uh, into the Epsom as uh, you know on the light lightweight so it's a bit disappointing from that perspective um, yeah certainly Hinch is going to be really hard to beat I would have thought that Ice Bath is going to be uh, a, a real chance as well it does like the heavy ground the mare James McDonald takes the ride. I think the it fi- is the favourite, but it's probably the one to beat. Yeah, the other
1: one too, top-ranked, which is a former import uh, for the Annabelle Nisham la- yard, uh, the same yard as Zaki, might be uh, one to watch. But I'm on race eight, number eight hinge today. And just tomorrow, Dan, just to round out the show today, like I said, we are at Bendigo tomorrow for the Seymour Cup. It was ran at Ballarat last year. And, uh, of course, I'm, I'm thinking of heading over to Bendigo actually tomorrow just to have a bit of a look at the Seymour Cup. And I'm just trying to find the races. I click on the Race 7. There it goes, Seymour Cup. Bendigo, run at 20 minutes to 5 o'clock tomorrow. The favourite for the race is Sir Davy. Race 7, number 5 at $3.50 or 7 to 2 in the old. But I like 2 in the race. I'm going to take, and don't groan when I say this, Dan. Race seven number two, Sosi Bon. I know it's a perennial loser, and race seven number seven, Nomi Lane, which uh, I think won the Balaklava Cup recently.
0: Well, I'm not. Uh, I don't intend to be a loser as well, but I actually think Sosi Bon's got to be some sort of chance in that race. I think the uh, the Bendigo track, yeah, uh, you know, will certainly uh, will certainly suit him, uh, particularly if he can get out and uh, and run along up on the pace. It, it, it's certainly a track where you do want to be up on the speed and uh, that's where he likes to be. He's about a $9 chance, so I don't think he can go wrong backing him each way in that race.
1: So, uh, race seven at Bendigo, Bendigo Cup tomorrow. We like race seven number two, Socie Bond, and race seven number seven, Nomi Lang, taken by from the Cornella. Thanks, Dan. No worries, mate. And we'll do it all again next week for Square Gators.
0: If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our
1: socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.